Hi everyone, I'm Shadal Blushi and this is me, All Shades of Blue in one book. Very nice. It's time for the podcast, the poetry in the podcast. I hope you've been enjoying our jingles. If this you've been around along for the ride for the past, so fucking great, haven't they? They've been good. This is yeah. episode three of our poetry uh, uh, indie podcast, podcast season <laughs> one. <laughs> season one. We've just, this is episode three. Welcome to episode three. My name's Sam. My name's Jack. And we uh, are recording these poetry uh, indie podcasts. Um, this week uh, we're going to bring you the fantastic Shahad Al Balushi. Their book. Uh, have I got a copy of it here, close to hand? Yes, I do. Oh, no, that's not it. <laughs> it's an audio podcast. You just said you did. Yeah, totally. Oh, here it is. Oh, it's in my hand. I'm holding it in my hand right now. It's called All Shades of Blue. Poetry, poetry, poetry. News, news, news. This week on Poetry News, if you wanted to get a book of poetry delivered to your door every month, Man, yeah, yeah, it's a good segue. That always the fucking poetry news. That, here's, shout it from the. I'll shout it from the rooftops every day. If you want to get a book of poetry delivered to your door every every month, every you month. can get a book of poetry delivered to your door through Speculative Books. That's what we run, and you can find out more about that at speculativebooks.net/slash/subscribe. We've got a range of plans to sit. All, all post boxes. All post boxes. All doors do accept books. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. As far as we're uh, aware. Yeah, that's. then haircut my hair cascaded onto the bathroom sink with every snip the rough sound of sharp metal chopping through the crackle of fiber filaments disguised the despair radiating from my body i stood and i stared at the part of me i had just removed my glassy eyes gazed with apathy i was not relieved nor disappointed i just didn't care mother should have hugged me Mother should have comforted me. Mother should have been glad I'm safe. But mother, well, she was hysterical. And this is Daughterly Confessions. Mom, when I caught a cold, you rushed to open the medicine drawer to help me ease my pain. You played with my hair until I fell asleep in your bed. But when it comes to men my mental illness, you lack that motherly love, care, and tenderness. Mom said you should change your routine, leave your room. But mom, I hide here because it's scary out there. Anxiety grips my throat like a leash that the more I struggle, the more I'm unable to breathe. Mom, when I see those swarms of people, my heart becomes eager to leave my chest and I feel so small, I could be trampled with me by their many feet. When loud noises are biting barks and bright lights are stabbing swords, I can never tell if it was me or the room that was shaking. Mom asked me why I never seek help from her. Because mom, 
When I told you I was depressed, you asked if I had prayed that day. You saw my scars and chose to shovel salt into my gushing wounds and expected me to forget about my pain. Mom asked me why I isolate myself from my family. Mom, depression is a steel net that, cap that has captured my respiratory organs. It weighs me down, gradually tightening until I'm not able to get out of bed. The steel slowly erodes and it enters my bloodstream. It invades my brain with toxicity until I can only think negatively. Mom, please, can't you understand? My mind is ill. That's that. Um, this one is potions and spells. Shut your eyes, child, listen to me as I chant the spell of your recovery. You shall know that this journey won't be easy. I will be here to guide you. Actually, not really. Do you hear my voice, dear child? Listen clear. Go to sleep now as I disappear, for it is convenient for, for you, for me. But for you, too bad. I'll be back soon. Try not to go mad. Here I am in this day, in this hour. Hypnosis and rituals, then some potions you must devour. You might go loopy, but that's all right. The potions working so off to the night. Our next few sessions are canceled, didn't you know? Here are more rituals, practice them and you'll grow. Keep the sacrifices to a minimum for blood is sacred. I'll see you when the fiery moon rises, so have fun dancing naked. I, I conjured a new potion for you to drink every night. Soon you'll be as spirited as a dazzling fright. If that doesn't work, then we'll see. You won't recover now, so be patient with me. You came here to recover, did you not? Then stir the cauldron and smell the fog. Whisper your secrets into the candle. I'll pretend to care and get away with a scandal. I can't deal with you, so off I go. This hut is too crowded, there caused the crow. This hour is over and, and shall be our last. Recovery is now in your own hands. This is Dear Artist. Every artist knows of the valor that comes with exhibiting art. For each brush, brush stroke is a reflection of themselves. Paint them down to fault, with faults and desires, blended into an expose of several shades of sin. How repulsive it must be to lay bare the inner depths of your soul, for the world to deconstruct with a mere glance. Marvel at the artistry that molded Adam, an image of excellence engraved with a, within a deficient cell. Vessel. Have we deserved his wholeheartedness? <laughs> I count words today. Have we deserved his wholehearted love despite thriving with disdain? Were we ever worthy of the divine's breath that persists, with, persists within our souls? A life gifted that shall be cherished until it departs into the heavens, for it was never ours to, ours to possess, never ours to take. So dear artist, pray tell, why shrink from the world's perception when you create ever so beautifully? This poem I wrote about my grandmother, or a combination of both of my grandmothers. It's called Amna. I clutch onto my mug and shut my eyes. The warm scents of cardamom and chai take me back to my grandmother's garden. Sitting cross-legged on a gorgeous Persian rug, surrounded by lavender and jasmine, listening to her switch between Arabic and Farsi like saffron and rose, sweet and floral harmonies trickling down my ears. My tongue felt heavy in my mouth. 
She crocheted chronicles into fabric, stitching a new chapter with every swift flex of her wrist like clockwork. The veins in her hands intertwined with the yarn and laced her fingers so that her wrinkled skin was camouflaged. Meanwhile, I played with the skein of yarn on the other end. I open my eyes and stare into the gray, the warmth replaced by a sudden chill. So I take a sip and breathe in the bittersweet embers of what was. My tea will never taste like hers. How does that make you feel? I stared at the plant in the corner, suddenly intrigued. Perhaps if I stared long enough, I'd find the answer with, written between the veins on the leaves. How does that make you feel? My mind is a blank canvas, a dry desert, a void. I got lost searching for the answer to this question. How deep have I buried these feelings? And how does that make you feel? As if I could unveil the deep trenches in which, my, in which I've suppressed these emotions by sheer will, I am suspended in an abyss. But how does that make you feel? You don't get it, do you? The paralytic effect this has on my mind, my inability to answer this question can only be summed up as, ah yes, my mere existence is pointless, so are my feelings, making this question just as superfluous as the rest, so I no longer have to answer it. This is productivity. A parasite that feeds off your youthful hunger for knowledge leaves you craving the desire to feel smart again, to truly become 100%. Geared up with paperclip chainmail vests, face marked with fluorescent highlighter war paint, pockets stuffed with ink-filled ammo, an attempt to prove that I am worthy. A never-ending cycle of click, scribble, yawn that, dark, that darkens the shadows beneath my eyes, worn as a badge of perseverance. Resist the temptation. Tempted to crawl back into the warm embrace of my bed to be swallowed by tear-stained pillows. No, I do not deserve to rest until I have completed everything. Only the terror of failure can sedate this block-sucking urge to achieve the ideal. Side effects include procrastination, self-loathing, and doubt. Drugged by academia and addiction to success, driving you to produce more, to create more, to write, paint, study, work, to hear, I am proud of you once more. This is growing pains. Growing up is noticing the faults and how you raised me and seeing, you broken, seeing your broken apologies for what they are. Growing up is remembering the, the manipulation, the lies, the tears shed, wondering when the smiles and laughter cease to be. Growing up is recognizing the poison-tipped I love yous that felt warm at first but soon grew ice cold and bitter. Growing up is packing unpacking the insecurities and sorting through what is mine and the hand-me-downs you've bestowed on me. Growing up is recovering from the scars you've left deep within my heart only to walk through your terror shielded and unharmed. Growing up is no longer resenting you for all that you've put me through and respecting you for all that you've provided me with instead. Growing up is learning to forgive you and rise from the ashes like a phoenix reborn to taste what it's like to live profoundly. Finally, this is, <clears throat> this is a silk headscarf. I found my mother's old silk headscarf. I ironed out the ugly hurt trap between the wrinkles and tried on the smooth shiny I've inherited. 
a safety blanket wrapped around the child that wanted to look like her mama. I noticed the hints of my mother and the thickness of my brows and the frown lines in between, and the gray hairs and the criticizing voice in my head peeled by a glistening paisley pattern. I adjusted the, silk the silken frame draped around my face, tucking in the folds that held my soul in place, and there was I. My eyes were my own. My voice belonged to me alone. From strong nose to solid cheekbones, I am whole. Not you or your dreams, I am a separate seed that you failed to nurture. So I'll weed out the malicious words you've planted deep within my mind and bloom in phosphorescence. With every atom that screams my name, I acknowledge you. With love and tenderness, I accept you. For the, for the sake of my sanity, I let you go. Thank you. It's the poetry in the podcast.